0: Fashion insider friends, what is up? This is the fashion crimes podcast where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Hello, everybody. How's it going? What's up? What you know, and what's the haps? My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and of course, The only Holly you need to know. If this is your first time listening with us, goddamn it, welcome. If not, welcome back. So damn happy to have you. This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show this week. I wanna say a hearty, hearty, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, a dog parent, a dog mom, a cat mom, a bird mom, whatever kind of mom you are, Mother's Day applies to you. And most importantly, shout out to all the (laughs) stepmoms. Applause, applause, applause for anyone in the stepmoms club. Yes. This is a little something I made up when I became a stepmom, as we all know that parenting is the hardest job in the world. Right up there with it is step-parenting. Now, I do have to toot my own horn and say that because being a step-parent has dropped me into the parenting pool and left me to sink or swim. And I like to think that I swam pretty swiftly and efficiently, if I do say so. Myself and my kid, let me tell you how fabulous he is. I mean, I would like to take partial credit for that. Not all the credit, but partial credit. I told him when Jonathan and I got married, I said, you don't have to love me. You just have to like me. But when I'm done with you, oh, you're going to love me. And I also told him that he 50% belongs to his mother. He 50% belongs to his father. However, unfortunately for him, his father has willingly split that half with me. So you 25% belong to me. You're welcome by the way. Any Hoosier. Happiest of Mother's Day to any and all who are celebrating, myself included. And let's get down to business. This week, we're talking about Mother's Day outfit ideas. Now, I have talked about what to wear for Valentine's Day, what to wear to a wedding, how to be the best dressed wedding guest, what to wear for Easter. Why should Mother's Day be any different? I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to use myself as an example. Anyone who knows me, Knows that I'm a birthday whore to say the least. And for anyone who doesn't know what that means, that means I walk around all day on my birthday, which is October 23rd, by the way, either with a sign on my back or I walk around and tell people, I'm so sorry you don't know me. Did you know today was my birthday? I'm super obnoxious about my birthday. I love my birthday. I will never not want to celebrate my birthday. And if you don't like your birthday, And you don't let me celebrate your birthday or make a big deal about it. I just don't know if we can be friends. I'm just saying. That, by definition, is a birthday whore. In my house, my birthday is the most important holiday of the year. Hands down, no questions asked. Period, exclamation point. So forth, so on, and what have you. Your birthday, my friend, should be the most important day of the year, In your house. And the reason why I say this is because this is what I beat into my clients' heads all the time. You are the glue that holds your family together. Okay. You're the most important person in your house. And believe me when I say this, if you don't believe me, please go to a hotel for a week and see how your family gets along without you and how they go on living day to day life without your guidance, your instruction, and your presence. Again, I'm just saying Mother's Day in my house is the second most important holiday of the year, second to my birthday, and should be the second most important holiday in your house. As the queen for the day, I don't care if you like attention, if you don't like attention, or if you like a little bit of attention, this is your one day to be an attention whore, just like a birthday whore. And take it from me, queen of all attention whores, how to do this correctly, and I'm going to help you out, okay? I'm going to help you out. And just to put things in perspective for you, if you have a husband, you have a partner, whatever, they get two holidays too. Don't get it twisted. It's their birthday. It's Father's Day. It's their birthday. It's Mother's Day. It's even. If you have children, it's their day is their birthday, and every other day of the year is kid's day, okay? So you know what? You have my permission to take two days out of the year to be selfish and to have no one talk to you and leave you alone. But I digress. Every other podcast where I have given outfit examples and ideas, I have told you how to dress for your body type, shop within your budget, shop and dress with intention, be that as it may. I never preach what I don't practice myself. Let's keep it real. But on Mother's Day, come on now, I'm telling you, To be overdressed, impractical, spend what you want to spend, go where you want to go, drink overpriced wine, and live like it's your last day, okay? You should enjoy Mother's Day. You should indulge. You should eat something that's really bad for you and drink a lot. You should do something different. You should dress in a way that makes you feel on top of the world. Whether it's just getting dressed or wearing a ball gown to the Mexican joint down the street, I don't care. By wearing whatever makes you feel special, you're going to show your family and yourself that you're going to be whatever you want to be and wear whatever you want to wear for this day only. Now, today, since it's Mother's Day, which is a national holiday, by the way, I'm going to encourage you to buy an outfit that might be a little bit more expensive or out of your comfort zone, or maybe something you wouldn't normally buy or wear because I want this day to be different for you. I want you to get a new outfit I want you to get new shoes. I want you to get a new bag. These are not requirements, just suggestions. And I'm going to explain a few outfit ideas that I've put together. In my world of fashion and clothes, what brings me more joy than anything else are shoes. For some people, it's jewelry. For some people, it's bags. But for me, it's shoes. When your shoe game is on point, people notice. It doesn't matter if you have on the most basic shit in the entire world. If your shoes are fire, then you are doing it right. Some people put a lot of money into their shoes. Some people pay less so they can have a little bit more. Some people collect shoes. If you're a sneakerhead, you are definitely considered a collector and you might have hundreds or even thousands of pairs of shoes. I myself am not considered a collector per se, but I do have a lot of shoes. Not like in the five or 600 pair range, but I'd still have a lot of shoes. Shoes to me are what complete an outfit and that can bring it up or down. It's my favorite part of getting dressed, to be honest with you. And when I work with clients, I encourage a very strong shoe game, like I mentioned before. So let's talk about shoes here for a minute. A lot of people get hung up because they feel like they've been at home for two years. They're out of practice. They don't want to wear heels anymore. I hear you. I get it. And I will tell you why the world does not require you to wear high heels for day-to-day life. To get out of practice is the first thing that you can do to actually make your style crash and burn. Ah! Wear some comfortable, practical shoes with a dress for night out or a party. Hell no. Wear comfortable, practical shoes because you're working all day in a warehouse and you have to be on your feet for 12 hours. Yes, again, I want to be clear. If your job requires you to be on your feet, sacrificing comfort for style is acceptable in this specific situation only, okay? If you're a nurse, if you're working in a kitchen, something like that. If you're going to a dinner party or a girl's night out and you wanna wear comfortable, sensible shoes, that's a big negatory on that one, okay? Suck it up, wear some decent shoes that look good that you can tolerate for the night that are dressier than what you would normally wear. If I have to suffer in high heels, you have to suffer in high heels. It's the circle of life, okay? Now, this is my personal opinion. Don't be writing me all kinds of letters telling me that you've got feet problems and knee problems and back problems and you can't wear heels. Y'all better work it out, okay? Get a wedge, do something else, but find something comfortable that you can wear and do not sacrifice style for comfort. Make sure you go back and listen to some of my past episodes where I interviewed and talked about some shoe designers like Della Shoes, which are super comfortable, and Samantha from Ally Shoes. She was the one on the Christmas and Hanukkah giveaway this past year. I met another shoe designer over email, that I have not tried her product yet, but she's got adorable shoes. And her website is called myjojoshoes.com. And that's going to be in the show notes, so don't worry. Her shoes are completely adorable. There are plenty of other options. All these styles and brands will be on my Pinterest board that I have created for you this week. You're welcome for that. With some other shoe brands that I think are newer and engineered a little bit differently to be more comfortable. Now, don't sleep on department stores like Dillard's. I'm telling you, they have an incredible shoe department here in Atlanta, and I've picked some of my faves from there and also my fave is Off-Fifth, Saks Off-Fifth. But I will tell you this, I will never give up my shoe game and I will never, ever, ever give up high heels. Again, I might wear them less often and I might have less pair of high heels, but I will never give them up. So to recap, your shoe wardrobe should be considered the anchor of your wardrobe. Now, I know that's the case for me. And to make you feel a little bit better, just know I was shopping with a client last Sunday and we went to off fifth because their prices are really good and they have an amazing shoe selection. She ended up getting a pair of Valentino butterfly platforms that I was dying over dying. Of course, they weren't my size. She tried them on. She was like, wow, I really love these. And I was like, girl, these are $700 shoes. And she's like, I know. I was like, okay. And guess what? She took them right to the cashier along with four other pair of shoes that she got. Not $700 shoes, just one pair of $700 shoes. But And she rang all of them up in addition to all the clothes that she got. I mean, that was one of my proudest moments working with her, watching her fly from the nest to say, damn it, I too deserve a pair of $700 shoes. You goddamn right you do, because guess what? She got the message. When your shoes are on point, the whole outfit comes together, no matter if you're wearing a trash bag, if you're wearing jeans, or if you're wearing something super fancy. She understood the assignment. She's like, when I come into work, people go crazy over my shoes. People are like always commenting because guess what? She is the boss. People notice. And for guests or new people that come into the office, she looks like the boss. It's not because of her shoes. That's not the only reason. It's because in addition to her clothes that fit her body really well, she's got an amazing shoe wardrobe to go with her existing wardrobe. A plus for you, Nancy, my star student, duh, this is not new news, okay? She is drinking the Kool-Aid. Now, got some fabulous, overpriced, impractical shoes to wear for Mother's Day. Okay, check. Now, let's pick an outfit. Here's what I've noticed when taking people shopping. Some people love dresses. Some people hate them. And the reason why I love to preach dresses and skirts is because it's really a great way to make your waist look really tiny, especially all my like square people out there. You know who I'm talking to who have no waist. This is the best way to create a waist for you when you are getting dressed. Sometimes we have to create the illusion of curves when there are none. So let's talk about some of my favorite dresses. The first company I love is called Joanna Ortiz. I've got some of my favorite dresses of hers on my Pinterest board. And what I love about them is that they're really conducive to most body types. Most of them have a plunging neckline and some kind of like wrap type deal around the waist. Not all of them, but most of them do. That type of style looks great on most people. And yes, her dresses are very expensive. Don't get it twisted, but they're great for vacation, summer night out, going to somebody's backyard. If you live in a warm climate, they can totally go into the fall and you can definitely wear them with boots. They are great styles and gorgeous, gorgeous prints. You can transition them from season to season. I really love these. And a lot of the dresses on her website are maxi dresses or midi dresses, which means they go right above the ankle and like halfway up your shin up to the knee. I just think that this type of length, it just looks so nice on everybody, especially if you're a really short person. Shout out to all the vertically challenged people out there. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but look, when you wear a maxi dress, I really think it creates like this long lean look, especially if you're short and if you wear a heel. Yes, you must get it altered the same as everybody else. When I buy pants, I need to get a foot cut off the bottom because I'm short, not that short, but I'm short enough to where everything is too long on me. The next company that I love is called Billy. Millie is a moderately priced contemporary brand, meaning it's about like middle of the road. It's not crazy expensive like Joanna Ortiz, but the dresses are like in the three to $900 range. And to me, it's like a younger, late 20s to 30s customer, but they have very ladylike styles. And anybody well into their 40s, like me, or 50s could wear. I mean, I love their dresses. They're very classic and elegant. And they're just made really well. I've only had a couple of things by Millie in my life, honestly, but they're always in sacks and other department stores. And I'm just constantly noticing their prints and their cuts. And I just recommend it because it's a great brand. If you're looking for a nicer dress brand, but you don't want to spend like a thousand bucks on a dress, try Millie. It's just Millie.com. The last dress option is called La Double J. Now, some people call it La Double J, so I don't know the correct pronunciation, but that's what I think the pronunciation is. This is an Italian brand that honestly reminds me of Dolce & Gabbana because everything is like on the Amalfi Coast and Italian vibes and very chic women on Vespas in Italy and things like that on cobblestone streets. They have a whole entire home goods section, but their prints are amazing, super fun and made from vintage patterns that are discovered in secret archives of Italy's top textile manufacturers. They're printed onto new fabrics and crafted all in Italy. And, you know, they call it Milanese. I've never heard that word before. It means it's from Milan. But a lot of the dresses have fabric choices. So you pick the print and then you can pick the fabric. It says like cotton wall or cotton poplin or silk twill. I thought that was really cool. Most places you can't do something like that. Their website is super cute and they have an entire section that says live like an Italian. Okay, girl, sign me up for that. They've got really interesting interviews and blogs with people, I guess, who live in Italy or the, like I said, the Milanese lifestyle. I just thought it was so cute and different. And again, their pieces are not cheap, but you really get what you pay for and it looks like they sell really quality pieces. I would definitely give them a try. I want to say one last thing about bags and jewelry. First off, please go back and listen to the episode about how to buy a handbag where Nolan came on as a guest and was educating us about the best places and prices you should be looking for when buying a bag. And there's tons and tons of great info there. That was one of the highest downloads we've ever had here on the Fashion Crimes podcast. Very happy about that. Here are the three purses I think a woman needs to own. Number one is a work bag which is a tote that you can fit your laptop in. It needs to be current. It needs to be big enough. And it needs to make you look like the boss, even if you're not the boss, okay? I could tell you stories for days about clients that I've worked with that have literally had like Jan Sport knapsacks or bags that are like 20 to 30 years old that are fucking tired because they don't feel like buying anything. Look, this isn't new news. And people judge a woman on her bag the same way people judge a man by his car, right? can't play around with that, especially if you're bringing your bag to work every day. The second bag is like a medium-sized purse. This is your everyday purse, right? It doesn't look like a mom purse. It doesn't look like something that your grandma would take to the airport and wear it with a thousand pockets because you want a good functional travel bag. It should be current. It should be probably canvas or leather or something that's not going to show dirt and in a neutral color like brown or black or navy that will go with everything, This way, you're not switching your purse every single time you have a new outfit and losing your stuff, which I speak from experience on that, because you have your go-to bag for every day that goes with everything. The third bag every woman should own is a small clutch or wallet on chain. You can buy one for 20 bucks. You can buy one for $2,000. You can buy one for $12,000. It just depends on what your price point is. And what you like, I have a YSL one with the stripes with the Chevron stripes, which I love, and I take it everywhere. It, I throw it in my tote bag when I go to work and when I travel. and when I go out at night, I just bring the wallet on chain because it has a wrist strap. If you don't have all three of these bags or have two of the three or one of the three, you are lacking in the purse department. When it comes to jewelry, I think less is more. If you own real jewelry, you should be wearing this every day. You should not save any specific jewelry for a, quote, special occasion unless you have like mad diamonds, okay? You should not have it locked away somewhere and never wear it. It is made to be worn. Beautiful things are made to be worn. Now, you don't have to wear it every day, but you should be having your real jewelry in your rotation. Please go back and listen to my past episodes with Chris Carr Jewelry and Amanda Pearl and Julie Lamb New York Jewelry three great brands right there that I've already interviewed that are now part of the Insider Bestie crew. If you want some fun kicking around like novelty jewelry or layer necklaces or stack bracelets or really cool earrings, just go to a department store where they have a really large selection and then mix it with something real. My mantra is always, always mix your metals and definitely mix your real with your costume because it makes your costume look real. Okay. hot tip. I do this all the time, every day. You can't make a mistake. The only thing I say no to, like a hard-ass fast no, is plastic jewelry. Don't let me clean out your jewelry box or your drawer and find a bunch of plastic shit in there. Don't be wearing cheap plastic shit. You are a grown-ass woman. You should be wearing real jewelry, if you have it, or really nice costume jewelry. Period. End of sentence. Exclamation point jewelry style is subjective. You can't really go wrong unless you're a person who has hundreds of pairs of earrings, which I do know people like that. And some of them are shaped like sushi platters, Dorito bags, and soy sauce bottles, which I did a whole video about that about fucking fell out on that. Okay. But that's her little thing. That's her jam. However, if you're interested in trying something new, try a statement earring. All department stores have them. Make sure you get something moderately priced because earrings can be in the range from like three and four and $500 these days. I have a couple of ideas on my Pinterest board about this too, but make sure your Mother's Day outfit has a dress, shoes, jewelry, and a bag, and you will look fabulous. Especially if you pick some ideas from my Pinterest board. I'm just saying, you can't really go wrong. Treat yourself to something new. You are the queen. You are the glue that holds your family together. If I haven't said it once, I've said it a thousand times, okay? You are the rock star in your family, period, okay? Nobody's looking at your husband. Nobody's looking at you. Everybody's looking at you, okay? I just want everyone to have the most incredible Mother's Day, do something amazing, and if you're not doing anything, get dressed up and go to Whole Foods, as no one always said, okay? make yourself feel special and get the people around you to treat you special like the queen that you are. Okay. I am so happy we had this discussion and I'm so grateful that you listened to me and that you are going to check out my Pinterest board and see all these amazing ideas and buy something new. And then you're going to send me a picture and show me how amazing you look. My name is Holly Cates. I am the only Holly you need to know, the hostess with the mostest and the founder and creator of the Fashion Crimes podcast here, where I yell at you every week about fashion and style and keeping all of us in our 40s, 50s and beyond relevant, fashion forwards, stylish, fabulous, all while fighting middle age. I'm just telling you, I'm fighting middle age, okay? I'm leading the fight and I will not let you down. Tune in every week for brand new episodes where I interview small brands and designers, changing the fashion industry for the better, style tips, style tricks, and outfit inspiration and fashion education. You are welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you join our Insider Bestie crew where you can sign up with your email and get all of this information delivered straight to your inbox every single week. Please keep up the downloads. I cannot even tell you how grateful I am that you guys are listening. My downloads are literally doubling each month and I am so excited to know you and be part of your day. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.